advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports. Vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> okay, said Deputy Jeff- Jeffries. Did you want to come and meet me over at the station on Younger? Yes, said Hector. I can come there right now. Okay, fantastic, said Deputy Jeffries. See you then. Six o'clock, yeah, and um, it's gonna be. Uh, I, I got just a good feeling about this. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. This week on Bughouse Square, I'm just so excited. Um, I don't, it's, I, I don't even know what to call it. Um, and it, I put a lot of, you know, I, put a lot, I, I put some work, I put some effort into this. I got a bunch of records uh, from the flea market um, last couple weeks ago. Good evening, folks. Welcome to Old Soul Radio. <coughs> I'm your host, Professor Gable, a.k.a. Dong Battleton. I'm here with my friend and, uh, I was going to say companion, but you know what I mean. Liam. Oh, shit. Liam, a.k.a. What's up? Um, so Liam. Sam. When you listen to Miles Davis, do you always have your clothes on? <laughs> you know, Sam, sometimes I don't. 
like, would you say that you listen to Miles Davis naked more often, like, in the morning or at night? Like, kind of like both. Because, like, this is the kind of song, like, I picture myself, like, at 4 a.m., like awake, like on hang a spliff on heroin with a woman. Yeah, it's that kind of vibe. You know what I mean? With a woman? Yeah. Like in a dark room, smoking a spliff. That's pretty cool. That doesn't sound bad, actually. Sounds like you know, could get like pretty high in the dark room. Yeah. Cause you know when it's really late and it's really dark, so you're all your like visions like. Like you, you, you kind of get like a turn down of a certain sense, so your other senses are more heightened yeah. by chemicals. It's a tweak. Yeah, this is the song I picture, though. Yeah, no doubt. This is one of my favorite songs of all time, actually. Yeah, I agree, man. Miles Davis. Um, hold on one sec. Pause, check that mic. Check. Is it working? Yeah, it sounds like it's working. Hey. What's crack a lag, Battle Cat? I'm MC Pause. MC Piggity. <laughs> Shout out to uh, the folks in the in the lounge section, I guess. Yeah. The, the big room, the big room. Uh, CeeLo, Sergio, and Joel. Yeah, thanks everybody for coming out tonight. We're here every Sunday. You know what I mean? We always... Open door policy. Yeah, we always show up. You know what I mean? Sometimes we don't have a set plan for a show, but we always have a show, you know? I feel like shows are always better when they're off the head you know what i'm saying like like even like rap shows where we're like oh shit what are we gonna do what are we gonna do like those are usually like the most cracking ones in the end you know what i mean yeah like it's always like fuck fuck shit fuck but then we just are like you know yeah yeah that's how i see it it's like freestyling in a way yeah just dope because of what it is it's like a spur of the moment type vibe what song is this professor this song is called uh blue and green by miles davis for sure it's off the album blue and green by miles davis kind of blue i mean kind of blue by miles davis yeah (laughs) did anybody see the miles davis movie miles ahead i saw that yeah what did you think as a miles davis fan i mean i liked it but honestly, I don't know like his biographical story that well to right. know how accurate it was. And also, I, it was like it was like the movie was cr- like kind of crazy action packed. That's what I was saying. Is like it wasn't even really about Miles Davis. It was just like an action movie, and Miles <laughs> Davis is the main character. You know what I mean? Like it I enjoyed <laughs> the movie though. It was a good movie. I just you know what I'm saying. I, I don't know how. I feel exactly the same way. And I want to watch it again, too, just to fully take it in. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's like lit? these types of things they take time to digest, like a good album. When did right. this come out? Like a year ago? year and a half. A couple years ago or something? Did I see it with you? Um, Probably. At that random-ass theater downtown. Embarcadero. Like, battery or whatever? Yeah, yeah. One yeah. Of the comfy seats. Comfy-ass seats. Yeah, yeah. That was Damn. I need to Who see it. Who else was with us? might have been Mike or something. No, it was like me, you, and Satchel or something like that. Damn. Hey, Sam. Uh, you know what we should play for the people tonight? What should we play? Some How I Got Over by The Roots. Oh, yeah, we could do that. We should what play you track three for them. All right, I'll play that right now. And after that song, we should... Uh, Interview Car- uh, Carlos. 
Yeah. We'll start the real show. No, I'm just kidding. It's already started. <laughs> no. No. Across the street. We don't have any forks here at Old Soul Radio. Shout out to Doña Teres. Always late night hub. Can you get? Can you guys hear me talking right now on that speaker? Yes. Dope. That's good. All right, this is Dear God 2.0 by The Roots. We're going to listen to this, and then after that, we're going to interview my man Carlos, a.k.a. Hella Fat of Jump Off something. <laughs> jump House Music. Jump House Music. Jump, ho- jump House Music. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> anyways, I'll be right back. Dear God, I'm trying hard to reach you. Dear God. 
Destined to come, the inevitable, heavily better than whatever you do. We eligible to yes, it's incredibly credible for the revenue. We getting you open with lyrical dope in these breath that I'm quoting's like an injectional dose and it never quits. Take it from to yes, it's top terrorist, rapper slash hijack a bombing tracks. Ever since I was young, I wasn't always big blind, it wasn't always as fine. Hey yo, I rose from the slums, I had to pay my due. Lay a few, but I ain't saying who. Staying true to the game, no man's playing it cool, just me and the crew holding it down. Long as we round, we gonna keep socking it to you like homie the clown Going down like clock, ready to ride or die, nigga da, 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 da. Blind, you came up, what, what, making it happen We're rapping on the corner, the box, we going platinum But when we roll, are you still ready to ride? Or are you ready to ride, and I'm ready to die Blind, you came up, what, what, making it happen We're rapping on the corner, the box, we going platinum But when we roll, are you still ready to ride? Change. I'm still the same the way you remember me Since the centipede on a big black I'm back in the 70s Try to remember me for my aggressive will The way I kept it real It's more important than any record deal I used to chill on the block with Cuban the States I still do, but now it's in the blue Convertible 850 My true niggas will always be with me The shifty kiss me, tell me they miss me Then try to diss me Cause I'm a crispy crispy for life 60's the price Another 50 for the Cuban twisted and nice Niggas is shice But I psych them out Though they like to doubt I make them all believe once I let the Tyson out Cause I can vouch for only a few Only the crew From the old school I consider loyally true I morally grew From a fool to a scholar Followed the rules And how to spot a plotter That's cool for a dollar I wanna holler at my peeps It's repping the streets Wrestling the bees Suggest resting in peace Blessing my seeds And watching over us Till I die I'll align the souls of mine And shine for all of us You came up What what Making it happen We're rapping on the corner The box we going platinum But when we roll I used to ready to ride Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, hey, pass me those green
as a stare in your face, you seem stunned. Wake you up and as a stare in your face, you seem stunned. Wake you up and as a stare in your face, you seem stunned. Wake you up and as a stare in your face, you seem stunned. Wake you up and as a stare in your face, you seem stunned. Wake you up and as a stare in your face, you seem stunned. Check, check. Alright, let's go. Ready? Hold on, one sec. Test that one, Lowe's. Check. One, two. Check. Test, test, test. Yeah, we out here. Okay, check, cool. Check, check. Alright, we ready to go. I don't know. I think right. we I think we just gotta jank it right now. Alright. Um, so we we out here. <laughs> Professor Gable, how's it going to our listeners out there? I'm MC Pause. MC Pause is co-hosting with me today, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Liam for helping me get it started. And um we got my brother here in the house. Um, his name is <coughs> Carlos G, aka Hella Fat. How you doing, bro? What's up, man? Say hello to the world. What's up, world? Just chilling. <laughs> Hella fat. Hella fat. Chill. <laughs> so, um, I just wanted to ask you, like, when uh, when were you born? Yeah, I was born on January nineteenth, nineteen eighty-eight. Eighty-eight, huh? Yep. Damn. So, do you remember that day? <laughs> I don't know, man. Right. I think, I think if I really searched really hard, thought about it really hard, I might be able to see the first glimpse of the light in the earth. But nah. Mm-hmm. That's about it. What, um... <laughs> What's the first album you remember? Shit. Ah, yeah. It was um the Jungle Book soundtrack mm. album, dude. And uh, I guess my parents had bought me this vinyl of it. Yeah. And I used to play it on like a preschool um, like toy record player. Toy hey. basically. It was made by t- preschool. Starting <laughs> yeah. them young. Yeah, because um, I don't know Disney is really. Yeah, they have some pretty ill soundtracks, and like yeah. I remember, once I started uh, learning how to use Pro Tools and stuff, I would like, I would like record the Jungle Book record into the Pro Tools and then chop it up. And make Damn, it for real? So you got Jungle Book beats? Yeah, that's crack. Yeah, and there's actually a sample. Yeah. It's um, on, uh, yeah, on my album, Electric by Hella Fat. Mm. It's, uh, Is that out? There's a break in the album where I just like kind of chop up like a break beat and mm-hmm. like slow, like half time it so it's really slow. Mm-hmm. And over I chop up this um, um, Jungle Book beat. But then I, I, it's weird because that made the album that I dropped in 2017, but I had like originally chopped that one little clip like mm. hella years ago. Like, mm-hmm. When I was a teenager, 2005. 
But I brought it back. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So, oh, um, one more thing about the Jungle Book record that yeah, was please. hella sick that they really don't do with records very often. This is a clear record, and then on the A side you have one like scene from the Jungle Book like printed on the record, mm. and on the other side it was like a different scene. Mm. That was just hella sick. I wish I had that. I, I, I should find that. It's yeah. probably hiding in my basement somewhere. For real, frame that. <laughs> it's hella crazy. Hella fat first record. Yep. Yeah. Yo, so Celos, how did you get started in the in the music? Um, in the music industry, or what do you do in the general? what do you do with music? What do, what do you do? What do I do with music? Uh, well, I consider myself like a. Yeah, a com- what do you do? <laughs> What's Jump House? What's hella fat? What's hella fat? What's well, Carlos fat G? Are the beats? Okay, let me let me break it down. Carlos G, I am Carlos G. That's me. Yeah. What I do is I'm a producer and I create content for uh, all of my productions and for other artists to be able to develop their skills, their portfolio, their catalog, etc. But Hellafat is basically like an alter ego of what I do, which is like uh, a character that I'm developing. His hella fat is based off of uh, just uh, probably like a, peri- a, ta- a period of my life within the last maybe five years where I was just getting really stoned and like eating a lot of food and just like coming up with really s- just ridiculous ideas. And I would come up with like a hundred a day, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're popping in my head all the time and the next day... I- kind of loose uh, I don't write them down and then I fucking forget and I try to start over but uh Fat is kind of based off that guy like stoner just just kind of loser but you know he writes love songs on his downtime and mm. you know he, <laughs> I'm writing an album about hell, my few, my Sounds next like album I'm gonna have Hella Fat on, on record telling this story about meeting a girl who just really isn't good for him and he just like uh he's just such a nice guy at heart man he's right. just kind of like he's just meet you know he meets her on 420 and uh she saves him from having a bad trip on an edible and then they fall Damn. in love and then it's crazy so it's like a love story it's a love album <laughs> <laughs> hella, but hella it's just love. you know it's goofy it's fun hella fat a love album yeah, fat love, hella, yeah. hella fat in love, right? Yeah, hella fat. fat and in love, man. Hella fat in love. Going through his uh, emotions with it, but um, Jump House is my production company. Basically, we do mm. production, we we do web design, we do like social media marketing, and everything like a full circle like, platform for artists to get their launch in the music industry mm. um but how i got my start is what martin's original question was was uh basically i i was producing a lot in my house in my room with reason and like these small monitors that um well actually originally it was just like a sony stereo mm. and like an mbox i would plug into my sony like mm-hmm. stereo and i would do albums or do projects on Reason and uh, Pro Tools and I taught myself just by watching like 
uh, tutorials on their websites, like in the early days, like when all this new digital uh, household like technology was just starting. Right. But my original start, I guess you would say, is when I learned how to DJ mm. with Cut- DJ Cutso, who's also from the Bay Area, who's from mm. San Jose. Okay. He was my mentor, and uh, he he has a show on you know on the radio and uh, came out. Oh no, 94.9. But uh, and he does a lot of local gigs. But uh, he he showed me how to cut. He showed me how to scratch, mm. beat juggle, like how to mix with vinyl. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started collecting records and started cutting. And, like just going from there, I, start, I taught myself guitar and like I had a drum machine when I was about twelve. So it was like I was learning production since I was twelve. And then mm. I didn't consider my break into the industry when like people started like to hit me up on MySpace and stuff mm. when I was like okay I'm like once I uploaded my songs to the internet and had a page yeah that's when I considered myself professional because people would, could reach me through there and yeah no maybe doubt. access some of my beats or like no doubt. maybe book me for a show yeah. and that's when I was around like 16 or 17 that's what's up mm-hmm. so what do you like <clears throat> in terms of hip hop like who like would be like your top five to ten favorite or most like influential producers you know what i'm saying producers yeah okay i'll throw a few out there um well actually one thing just to say about the the last question and like just to wrap that up was that like myspace uploading music to myspace or just uploading music to to the internet in general was like Mm. A thing that had like just started when I was around that time when yeah. I was learning how to produce music. When yeah. I was like 12, 13, you had Napster. Then later on, you had MySpace. Mm. And you and LimeWire. And LimeWire, yeah, right. LimeWire for sure. And um, so the technology was evolving quickly yeah. to make to to go global quicker and mm-hmm. to have like your own home studio and then but I, I i feel like i had caught the bug of music right when it was still analog and right before it was mm-hmm. like everything was gonna go in that direction so that's for that was super crucial in like my own development so i got to see kind of how the internet changed music from the beginning when so i started did you do a lot of analog recordings like at the start um well i would set up my turntables at like a home mm-hmm. home uh uh, a receiver like a amplifier like yeah. a tube like an old 1970s 1980s tube amp right and then right. i would wire it with my little wires and home yeah. speakers and like i would use vinyl so like i originally started off like analog in that sense no and i taught myself uh how to play guitar with an acoustic guitar it was all just original like just writing songs damn for real like that yeah That's but anyway, what you were saying, my favorite producers, man. Um, I mean, hip hop. Like, I'll name a few golden age, like original OG producers, and then like yeah. a few like newer ones. But like back in the golden age era, I think my favorite producers like Pete Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go even further back, like Curtis Mayfield was like a really mm-hmm. dope producer that really inspired me to like really feel like. Uh, you know to realize soul and like what soul yeah. is about you know no doubt Curtis Mayfield um, Pete Rock who like you know now samples Curtis Mayfield you know yeah. the next generation um, and then like more into the newer I mean there's so many dude it's hard to say but like yeah, Pete Rock like is probably one of my favorites and then later on it like 
you know, it's like the 90s forward. I mean, like organized noise, mm. um, Swiss Beats, who was like, you know, he, he inspired me early on because he had this like unique like party sound, mm -hmm. but it was it was East Coast and it was boom it was New York it was boom bap. Mm -hmm. So Swizzy was definitely someone who I like had watched, you know, growing up uh, on CMC, you know, Chewy Gomez and CMC. Because <laughs> right. I didn't have cable, I would just watch CMC after school. I'd run home to make sure I caught, you know, the newest song because I wanted to stay up to date with like what was going on. Right. Um, so I was Swiss Beats, Pharrell Williams, uh, Dr. Dre, you know, Timbaland, like those are, uh, you know, those are like the core that I really got into. And they're, <clears throat> because they were able to take, you know, kind of what people were saying and experiencing on on the street or in their, in their communities. And then they were able to translate that into like sound and like this, this way where like, reach so many people you know mm -hmm. like their tones and their mixes and everything just made it pop so hard that like what the people were talking about like just just kind of it was just you know worldwide and a lot of like big beat you know what I mean mm -hmm. and then now more recently like my favorite producer hip hop producers right now um I mean knowledge dude mm. I mean that that's pretty sick what he's doing Anderson Pack, you know he's doing rapping singing like very minimal but like the, oh they're playing right there in the background we're slapping Malibu <laughs> I didn't even hear that on right now the Malibu like, we Malibu yeah but yeah Shout Anderson Pack and Pac. knowledge collaborations man like that's pretty inspiring dude cause um they're, they're independent they're they're just their mixes aren't really like his mixes don't really pop and like bounce the way Pete Rocks would, but they have some of the same tonal to, tonality, right? And it, it's really minimal and it's really dope. So like, I like that that kind of stuff. Like, like anyone who Kendrick Lamar is fucking with on the production team, Soundwave. Like, Soundwave is that yeah. the name? Yeah, that's one of the producers. That's one of his main in-house people. Yeah. yeah, they uh they're doing a great job, man. Making like like kind of refreshing the whole like soulful vinyl sound yeah you know with like live instrumentation and like yeah. that cool shit that's kind of what i liked about hip-hop i mean I, I i you know when i was producing like in college and like till now you know i was producing a lot of hip-hop then where where i was just thinking in terms of like layers of live instrumentation how i could build a track around that mm -hmm. with the drums and with the mix and everything but um nowadays i just i try to write uh, like hip-hop um i do like electric hip-hop if there's mm -hmm. a such thing electronic hip-hop yeah. you know i could take any tone from uh logic or reason and i could just spew something out with that um but that's that's more in the future you know on my future stuff future projects yeah going on that like what are you uh what are you planning for the future i know you got a bunch of projects on deck but <clears throat> i think it's a good segue into what we were you've been telling me about what you're doing what you want to do with the type of fusion that you're doing electro hip-hop type thing and like work yeah. being in the community and just really just putting putting 
the putting something that's on the map that isn't on the map, you know? Because isn't that what the people want? Something different. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, yeah, just talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think one of my main goals is to be able to, um, you know, develop my own catalog. You know, um, I spend a lot of time just in the studio, like uh, working on beats, um, mixing projects and stuff. And there's a lot of content I'm sitting on that just are just just waiting to be released. And um, in the sense that, like, I want to plan it strategically. So, like, Hella Fat basically is like its own character, its own artist platform in a sense where it's like i'm developing this character and i'm gonna write a short a short project and release it under hella fat but then i also work on my own stuff i'm looking forward to doing maybe a jump house collaboration mm. with a bunch of artists and that would be called hood hood launchpad which is going to be about um what what san francisco and what uh like inner city will look like in uh in year 2020 you know post gentrification and what maybe help develop new uh innovations that will help communities in through that platform so jump house can be a platform for that and i've been trying to come up with like a mantra about what jump house does Mm. a short mantra like just to describe what jump house is maybe a little bit clearer to people but right jump house is just a platform for artists to get paid and maintain creative control that's what's up and i think jump house really represents that because i don't own any masters of any collaborators i work with i don't know own any of their ip i just or intellectual property or anything i just help people um flesh out ideas like strategize them and like start measuring how how you can grow from point a which is like your your idea stage or idea point to growth right to where you're actually you're producing your own masters you're producing your master recordings and songs and yeah being able to reach new ears in different niche audiences and things like that so um it's there's really a lot that goes into it some of it is like a part um artistic creative and some of it is strategy and then the other side of it is the technological aspect because without like having the right tools the right technology these days um we're not we're not going to be able to push our music to the globe and really like fill out our niche in our space we can do it here locally but we want our our message to be heard everywhere right yeah especially with like the mission and gentrification and the changes and and the ability to to be here for for the next 20 years Mm -hmm. or however long we, we desire to stay so that's really important and i think that you know personally like i live in i'm from the bayview and Bayview, there. Everyone, everyone is saying Bayview's the next spot to right. be obliterated with gentrification. And uh, my family's been there for 25 years, and we don't plan on, uh, you know, we don't really know what we're gonna do. But it's really um, important to start strategizing now to think about like how 
the artists and the the culture there in, in that neighborhood can maintain so that's that's gonna be ground zero for me um yeah. i'm luckily like located at a studio in arm at armstrong where we can like you know go and start to record and like create these ideas and create forms definitely so I'm, I'm gonna strategize more of like opening up the studio to more people and like That's reaching out and like who can actually come there and like maybe pitch me an idea or or maybe get, get feedback on something that they've been brewing you know whether it's like a music project or like a you know a play or you know fashion line or any really any type of creative medium yeah. I'm willing to explore yeah. And I'm willing to add like that uh, a channel through technology and through um, you know strategy to be yeah. able to get it to more people. And like I've been doing this for a while, for the last five years, and I've been able to work with some people and like you know some people in our community. And and I and I in in house, you know, personally, I've been able to see how they develop from it, you know. And mm -hmm. I just sit back and watch, and right. it's like let them let them do their thing like mc pause right here next to me man so few, just a few a year or two ago like we had just met at my house because our our parents have known each other for so long right. but um yeah he was just like trying to figure out where to record like even just where to record or like yeah. how to get it started and like now he's executive producing his own projects and i and i see that there from there you know the 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 possibilities of like going from idea to launch is like opening up the floodgates the next the next part is just opening up floodgates for people right. to discover our music to be able to to know our the stories and the experiences that are going on here in the day you know like i honestly think that like la new york and london have huge music industries in terms of like major distribution and global distribution but the Bay has so much innovation and technology that we can develop our own industry here. And right. it could be just as large yeah. as LA yeah. or New York. And we have that potential here. So I would like to see people in the in the Bay Area do that and start and start those industries. No and start doubt. those start those uh, platforms, you know. Whether it's involving technology or not, you know. But I think the major gap is like some people are creative and non-technical which is like yeah. they might need somebody on their team who is technical yeah and meeting those matches so that's that's kind of what how i completely I agree um i want to take it in a different direction real quick okay so <laughs> being a producer you know what i mean there's like you know producing the song but there's also like sometimes like the knowledge of the artist or the rapper or whatever you know what i mean like mm -hmm. have it like so like i'm gonna make up this game right now so like you made the beat and you need like three mcs you need one from the 80s <laughs> one from the 90s uh -huh. <laughs> And one from between 2000 and 2010, not after 2010, and you need them all on the same song. What a what are the which ones do you pick? Lyrics, lyrics. You know what I'm saying? You want like a dope song. You know what I'm saying? From the 80s, I think. Um, hmm. 
I'd probably choose like KRS One. Mmm. He's like, it just has that voice. This is like crazy. It's huge. He has a big voice. Mm-hmm. Takes command of, you know. He just makes you feel like listening. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Like he has such a command over the mic and over like um, his knowledge. You know, he knows what he knows. And he, he, you know, what's crazy about KRS. Hmm. I saw him at um, Power to the Peaceful, mm. the, the music festival, the one day festival that Michael Franti used to throw on. Yeah. One year, he performed that year. It's a free show. Mm. I was in the front row. And he throws out these tapes to the audience, and I caught one. And it was uh, a recording of one of his lectures at a mm. college. That's hella dope. And it was a hella rare ass tape. Like I don't think you could find it at Amoeba or anything. That's I don't know. Super dope. The only place I could think of now to find it would be like Amoeba or something like a rare ass. Wherever they sell underground hip hop CDs, you know, which is crazy. rare these days. But um, fucking <laughs> only KRS one would listen, be the one who throws tapes tape. like that out. I listen to this tape like every night for like a year or two wow. before I went to sleep. That's dope. <laughs> I would fall asleep just listening to, you know, the from the fundamentals of hip hop to like how it affects the history and how it affects people in inner cities. I would just study that shit, like, and that became a big factor in how I got into hip hop. But, mm. um, so him from the '80s, from the '90s, uh, shit, man, uh, big pun. Mm. Probably, I mean, Big Pun is really Damn dope. Cares one and Big Pun, Latino MC, you know, yeah. from the Bronx. Like, he definitely, you know, carried the torch. Yeah. And he was there, like, just helping right there at the at the highest caliber of MCing with anybody else. You know, Biggie, Pac. In my opinion, he was just right there with them. Big success, you know. Uh, shit. Uh. In the thousands, uh, oh shit, man! Kara's big pun, Eminem. Mm. Eminem, dude. Kara's big pun, Eminem. <laughs> I mean, Eminem. Like when when his Slim Shady LP came out, I mean that was just like shock value of everything, bro. Like he shook America, dude. Yeah. He was like a white rapper who fucking just shook everybody because he was saying shit. You know, back then it was like, whoa, the concept of white rapper didn't exist. Right. And then it was like, you know, this. It he did, wasn't just like the goody like, two shoes kid right. that off, you know, like Vanilla Ice. Like, <laughs> right. he was out there saying some raw shit over yeah, something. Yeah, and he wasn't like third base or whatever. He was just on top of it, and and the thing about like Dr. Dre finding him and like making these beats that were weren't really like his production wasn't really like what was hip hop was sounding like at the time. Right, either. it was really That's like true. wonky and like yeah. fucking goofy and like yeah. but like hella hard. Yeah, you know, and and Eminem delivers. So I would put those three. I mean, that's Man. just off the top of the head too. If I really want that's to go sick. into it further, I would have to. Yo, I came up with one. I came up with one. <laughs> What's <while> yours? <laughs> What's yours, dude? Mine is uh, Big Daddy Kane <laughs> from the '80s. Yeah. Tupac mm. in the '90s mm. and from the 2000s, Elzai. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. You know, 
Ooh. you know what else I was gonna say though? That's a good one. Icing on the cake. I was gonna. I think. I think I was. I switched to Big Pun just on the last minute, but I was also thinking Jay Dilla, man. Like Jay Dilla. Rap was, wise. Yeah, Jay Dilla was sick with it with wow. the with the M scene. <laughs> I mean, people hella underrate what he yeah, was saying because they're like back then it was like producers just supposed to make beats, but like he was so he versatile. Like I listen to his raps and I feel good. Like I feel like. I feel on top, you know. I feel like I'm good. I feel good, and I feel like Damn. motivated. Like he he activates the listener right away in That's a way. But he has like kind of laid back tone about it. He's he's pretty he's pretty good. <laughs> so KRS One, Eminem, and Jay Dilla. <laughs> right, that here, sounds me, crazy. Let me, do, let me do one. Song. Let me do one. <laughs> All right, yeah, you do so one. From the '80s. Yeah. <laughs> in the '80s, I'm I'm gonna pick Rakim. Rakim. Key. From the 90s. The 90s. Big L. Yo. <laughs> 20s. <laughs> Fuck. Um. I'm gonna think of a cutty one. I, th- I think for that it's okay to like say someone that came out in the 90s but didn't really have their prime till the 2000s like who like who's an example <laughs> I feel like Elzai before he came out was probably rapping you know how oh before. Guilty Simpson is he now he was he did he come out in the 90s I don't think so I'm gonna say Guilty Simpson what did I say Rakim Big L Guilty Simpson that sounds ridiculous dude it sounds ridiculous <laughs> Can you imagine that? That would be random as fuck. You gotta sample some crazy shit, like yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's gotta sound like it's, it's gotta sound like you're walking down New York. It's dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark. It's dark. You got some of that sour diesel strapped to your legs. Dude, they only sell sour diesel in New York, dude. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere you go. Sour diesel, sour diesel. like little bags of sour Dime diesel. Bags. Sometimes purple Dimes diesel. Dimes and nickels. Nickels and dimes. Somebody said they tuned in. <laughs> What's up, listener? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, uh, Hella Fat, a.k.a. Carlos G, a.k.a. Los, a.k.a. DJ C. Los. Uh... <laughs> What's the, you know, what what are your last uh, words, remarks before we take a smoke break? Um, shit. Just keep, keep, keep posted on my Instagram. I mean, I think like Instagram right yeah. now is like my main portal. I'm working on a website where, interactive website, where you'll be able to sign up, enter your email and figure out what we're about but it's the type of thing where if you just submit your email and you'll get a message from us saying this is what we have to offer this is what we're about this is what we have to offer you um I want to come up with more personalized ways to reach people directly like and help artists reach their fans directly so that's the future man that's really good for us you know um there's ways to do it there's artists doing it on a big scale but the resources are becoming so much more available to us that 
we can do it at a small scale and be on their and be on their same uh, level or we can start small and then be on their level you know where can people find you at at jump house music um that's my sound jump house music is my soundcloud instagram and facebook page so you can find me there um you can find me at kaya once yeah mm. oh yeah i forgot about that <laughs> that's and where i'm usually at in person or at the studio and at i'm not gonna tell you where the studio is on air but you could find out where it is through my website hey you could, you could email me and i'll tell you where it is and we can set up listening sessions and um you know get it popping and you'll also yeah, be at a Summer of Live on Wednesday, right? I'll be at Summer of Live on Wednesday. August 9th. Crypto yeah. headlining. SFC, doing a straight vinyl set. Um, I'm going to be... I'm there because I want to make sure people in the city are going to be comfortable in their own city down the line and uh, be able to thrive. You know? Chill. Here. No deal. I won't be going anywhere, so... You know, you'll find me in the bay. Yep. No ditto. Damn, thank you for coming, um, Carlos. It's been a beautiful <laughs> interview, dude. Like, um, hello, uh, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever name. It doesn't matter, man. Nah, but yeah, definitely. It was a professional yeah, interview tonight. Also, radio, please thank keep you, tuning in. We'll be back in a few minutes. Yeah, we're going to sit here. I'm not going to leave, though. I'm going to just. No, you stay here. Everybody's chilling. Catch us at uh, Artifacts later on tonight after the show. Elbow Room. 12 bucks. Get out.
o'clock, but now I turn them out. They shot my shit about town, like they wanna be down. Avoid the crowds and wanna stab me in the back. Enough of that. Watch the third rail track, 'cause I don't wanna get zapped. Pieces to burn to show my name, no shame. Don't wanna put the blame down on my nigga team. Brothers don't wanna see me grow to get my cash flow. I have the remorse to、so、check me out in the source. As red as my eyes get, I still rocks the fly shit. Fat with some ultra flat black cats, a wreck in the set. Wet paint ain't shit when I'm on the set. I'm live like the third rail on time, like the pap train. The name Tame alone got fame, so fuck a last name. I tax mad when I drag a fat jackism, coming out with new additions like Mike Bivins. I get a sticker from my nigga with the back of 'em. Write my name on 'em, then I peel off the back of 'em. And stick 'em to victims of underground systems. If the toys bring the noise, me and my boys are gonna diss 'em. In conclusion, don't snooze when two niggas from the Jersey kick the magafiti slurs and kick the fakes to the curb. The artifacts, Jack, bringing the artifact back. Some seem to forget about the era that caught Rex. So remember this agenda when you slip in to enter the artifact zone, 'cause graffiti's still prone to kick ass, possess less than we tag. Why is that black? Because the whack Jack was known as fag. So don't cross the path. That's a gap to get back. The artifacts out on side of the tracks. The artifacts from the wrong side of the tracks. The artifacts from the wrong side. The artifacts from the wrong side of the tracks. The artifacts from the wrong side. The artifacts from the wrong side of the tracks. The artifacts from the wrong side. The artifacts from the wrong side of the tracks. The artifacts from the wrong side.
my room, smoke a joker with the knack because I'm gifted. Some say misfit, but fuck it, let's get lifted. I get a box of 50, get nifty with a spliff G, and take tackle new jacks who tried to diss me. I'd walk through the rain for dimes at the cess spot, not hot with cops because I'd hate to get blocked. I'm a terror to a trade bag, son, you'll soon see, but I got to get higher. Lower the boom, G. The fumes I consume in the room with the new begin tune. Spark another L for the cipher. Sit back and light the bomb intervention. This a right to blow up the boom for the cess bags thicker. One supply to Billy while the other one's the liquor. Off to the weed spot, the bags better be fat. Or else you get the speed knot. At homes, you don't need that. Spark the end of all the L's, sniff the weed. But I never get splits, mister, cause tame's the hitter. The baby up the butt, so I'm down against the contact. Here's the rap jack, it's a fact. Clean the thought style sooning into the matter, roll the blunt, blunt batter, pass the shit quick, don't flip with the chit chatter. I never pump cause once my lungs got jammed. My man said it wouldn't kill, but I choke, goddamn. The set starts to cloud the room, the artifacts commences to lower the boom.
From the coast, east, bangers with strangers walk with the boss. Stylish quotes rock. Culture is ultra and hip hop. Painted halls, walls of fame. Signify the name. Major flavor cadence is flame. We catered to this game. Sprayed in the train. Youth game we played in the street. Aided through beats. Percussion and cutting for added trees. Bright lights, building in sights. We tagging the night. Jersey turnpike, earn strikes. We burning this mic. Returning the rhyme. Suspended in time with every step. Vocals of prep. Focus is noticed with every breath. When the cold music warms the corners like summertime. Traffic grind, daily routine. We're cruising in your ride, the birthplace of the craft, craft workspace, people work late, never sleeping in the first place, hands up, get in tune, NYC the theme, flavor supreme and big city dreams. Now put your hands up, we don't stop, New York City is the way we ride, get on down and get in too, let me put some flavor on you. In the Bronx, downtown sounds of response Different as hot dog carts to restaurants Set you part metal to the ghetto Roof tip tops, culture capital Home of hip hop, recent fires Screeching tires, police wires Stakeouts, bodegas, Mickey D's Takeout, corny kids with bandanas Skyscrapers with cameras New Year's Eve, crowds with scammers Bright lights, big city of dreams More than 8 million stories behind the scenes Fashion bags, taxi cabs All kind of things, pop up shops For souvenirs and designs of jeans, museums, subways, movie shot, the big apple melting pot, home of the hard rock, so broke and so whole, and all the pearls in between, all Broadway straight to Queens. Now put your hands up, we don't stop, New York City is the way we ride, get on down and get in two, let me put some flavor on you. Life in is gritty and tri-state is the muscle. The purest tourists from Europe eat your heart out with an appetizer and finish it off with a cup of java. The city with the brand new tower got power for hours and got thousands of survivors. Now put your hands up, we don't stop. We don't stop. New York City is the way we ride. Get on down and get into. What's up, motherfuckers? Heavy ammunition, so I don't have to dip so Sucker to the gutter I empty my rhyme clip And kick like a fat cat Hell you got my back 
MCO the sensei with another one to pass ya Lyric master, blaster, kick my skit faster Best in my section, I'm fresh and check the lesson Professors progressing as I'm building on my session Hyperactive raps are getting super static The rapper radical, acrobatical, massive combatical So move over, cut the style that's flipping It's coming from the grand man that is not slipping But I'm tripping, clipping, can't wrong, stomp and pump Cause my style is fire, they're an all don't need by ya My mouth is the tip, kid. I kick the ill skill, yo. Did you listen? I bust caps with bats back and heavy ammunition. Making tapes till the rhyme skill 
But now when I trade, I got the T-Ray track in my trunks. My roots are growing stars from way back. Transmitting live via satellite. 
shit. Who wanna bring it? To the table, able now with stable on the disc. The Heineken bottle catcher, Shrotcher, Slasher, Dash the Bastard with the fastest ass catcher. No moonwalk, my tunes talk all about a fucking loan. Throw me home, I'm in the middle like I'm on. Love to do dubs on deck without a mic check. Collect no checks, but catch wreck on set. Deuce, deuce is loose, PPP represents me. Death squad, boom squad, and artifacts make three. Like Dennis Scott dropping one for the wisdom. Cause when I get some, I'll be fucking up they system. All temperatures cheer when I appear from the mist. Priceless, ISIS, and never see another Christmas. You play risk when you're dealing with the new Jeruz through blitz. Without the use of two clips, niggas gotta still be fluid. The cat, bearer with the terror offhand. Without bands, we rock spots in all land. Niggas be playing and we stand for the substance. Subject, sub-basement, Anyways, yo, we back here. We got Liam and Carlos in the booth. Siri, you and Toshi out in the peanut gallery. Yeah, 
we about to close it out out here but we just wanted everybody to say whatever they needed to say before they get out you know what i mean los we had you in as the featured guest you know what i mean so i mean i want to give you this platform i want to let you know that you're welcome here anytime to promote anything you ever need or anything you know we got a lot of listeners i think sure. 8.5 billion last time i checked <laughs> um and we're not even the highest streaming right and um so but yeah just you know any, any anything you ever need we got you right on man Thank always you, come here on sunday nights appreciate it but man. yeah what do you want to say to the people before you before we get out of here uh you know just keep working hard man keep working at your craft and your 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 keep keep evolving keep developing what you're doing and uh you know let's all try to to find a way we can help one another to get to this goal that we all see. We all see the same goal. We want the barrier to thrive uh, in terms of like just our affordability and our living conditions and our environment and and also with our, our art and our production. So, you know, let's continue to work together to make this shit work out. No doubt. Liam, <coughs> you're out of mic. Do you want to say something? Okay, cool. He said nothing. No. Okay, cool. MC Posh. Um, catch us at Artifacts right now. The Elbow Room. Oh, yeah. We're going to be watching. They're going to be lit. And um, peep, uh, be, be, uh, just keep an eye out for the Positive Times Wavy Crockett Heroism mm. EP coming out in a couple weeks. No did out. Haha. <laughs> Alright y'all Get your first crack, mother blood cracker rapper, and get your bitch before I smack her. Watch your back, look over your shoulder. I'm about to roll you over with a bulldozer. Get on the CB1 rover, cause I'm over. Riser, MC, cause I'm nicer. Click, click, click. I have MCs like I'm. Yeah, it's Queen from uh, Day at the Races. Somebody to love. Yep. Uh, going back to the basement. All right, these guys are like a wall. I don't know, and I, I don't even know if they ever really existed. But they, there's this one song that that uh, they sent me, uh, Mouseburger, and the song's called Garden Heads, and they sent me this uh, some years ago. <laughs> but I just love the song, so it goes uh, like this. Um, I'm just glad that it's still out there. Uh, here we go.
wondering, should I inject bleach into my eyeballs with a needle? Well, that's an excellent question. I'm so glad you asked. Paid for by the committee to stop injecting bleach into the eyeballs with needles. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. 